is up still studying. Happy Monday, everyone. March 21st. Today is the official first day of spring, right? I thought so. Happy first day of spring. Happy Monday. Ready to get after with all of you. Episode number 262 of the study session. The quarterback's pro days begin, and today Kenny Pickett was doing business at the University of Pittsburgh Pro Day. We're going to talk about that and more quarterback news in the NFL regarding your Pittsburgh Steelers. But before we do that, I want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Steel Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, where I get your question, comments, feedback on the show. You make the content happen and would love for you to be part of the bag this weekend. My man, Douglas Prosterog, sent me his latest mock. Doug, I'm going to get back to you. I've been a little slow on my responses. Saw that you commented on the article. Just wanted to give a shout out to Douglas today for being a supporter Dude is super insightful, and I appreciate the support. Also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. That podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We are going to be recording tomorrow, Tuesday, March 22nd, and there will be a very special guest. The episode will be up and available Wednesday morning. You don't want to miss it. If you are a Steelers fan, you will know our guest very well. Very excited about the show. Jim is a GOAT, having covered the Steelers since 1995. Super insightful, knowledgeable. Tells it like it is. Make sure you check out the show. It's going to be good stuff. So, as we stand here now, still no update on the safety position. No movement with Terrell Edmonds. Whether or not he's going to be returning or if he's going to sign elsewhere. I've talked ad nauseum about the need at safety. No news on the Honey Badger. No news in terms of wide receivers. Although we did see Juju put on his Kansas City hat. And he didn't look as chipper and happy as he did wearing the Steelers uniform. And it was... Interesting that his mother put out a message on social media this weekend saying that he wanted to return to the Steelers. That they as a family wanted him to return, but that the Steelers did not want him to return. There has been speculation that he has not been healthy or has rebounded from his injuries and that he had lost a step, some explosiveness. Perhaps the Steelers wanted to move on and see what else was out there. And because this is a deep year for receivers in the draft, They're taking a shot. So Juju, a chief, wish him success. We'll see how it plays out. But 
on this Monday, the pro days of quarterback prospects begins. And today it was University of Pittsburgh. And the quarterback that many have as the top-rated quarterback prospect, Kenny Pickett, went to work. Surprisingly, his hands weighed in, measured in, longer than they did at the NFL Combine. Don't know if that's a little bit of hometown cooking that happened there. But more importantly, on hand to watch the workout were Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, Matt Canada, Omar Khan was even in attendance. So they had the troop out in full force to see what Pickett was all about today in his pro day. And I expect that moving forward, the big five, the top five quarterbacks, I've already mentioned Pickett, but you have Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral, Sam Howell. I believe that the full Steelers contingency will be out to observe the pro days of all these players. They're going to do their homework, their due diligence. Why is this important? Because for the last however many years, the Steelers' number one draft pick, the Steelers' top brass has always been in attendance to their pro days. So we have to know that Kenny Pickett is in play. If we're just going based on history, he is in play. I love Pickett. I would love for him to be a Steeler, but the biggest concern there has to be his age, as that's something that the Steelers look very closely at. They like to draft younger guys who have time to develop. And not that 20, he's going to be 25 at the start of the season. Not that that's old. We're not putting him in a geriatric facility, but it's not as young as. 23 years old, 22 years old, where there's more time to develop. Those early parts of the 20s could be spent on progression and development. You're not going to be able to do that with Pickett. And historically, the Steelers like to draft younger prospects. Will that hold true here? I don't know. But that's my only pause for concern there. Here's the other piece that we have to keep in mind, and I've mentioned this before on the show. Those other quarterback needy teams that are going to be ahead of them in this year's draft. And in all honesty, if the Steelers have a guy whom they like, and I believe they do, they know who that guy is, they're going to have to trade up to get him. They're going to have to trade up to get him. If they believe that their franchise quarterback, their next franchise guy, is in this class, you have to give up the capital to move up to draft that player. We saw today that the Atlanta Falcons signed Marcus Mariota after Matt Ryan got traded to the Colts for a third-round pick, and then there's reports now that Baker Mayfield more than likely is going to be released because his salary is too high and nobody's going to give anything up for a one-year, $19 million contract, so we'll have to see where he goes. But you have plenty of teams who are still in need of a quarterback, and things have to shake out. The Saints signed Jameis Winston today. But Carolina is going to need a signal caller. 
could you still see the Washington Commanders go after one of these guys? The Falcons, sure, you have Mariota, but that's... Can you count on that for 17 games? So there are quarterback-needy teams in this draft. If the Steelers have their eyes set on a Kenny Pickett or a Malik Willis, I'd like to think that they're going to fall to number 20. I didn't even throw out the Texans, Houston Texans. The chances of one of those guys falling to pick 20 is very slim. So more than likely, they're going to have to give something up to get get there and make that selection. What is that going to cost? Maybe a second and a fifth. Or maybe it's going to be a little bit steeper, which is maybe why they've been as active as they have been in free agency so that they don't have as many holes to fill so that they can spend three draft picks and move up and get their guy. All the more reason that you have to get Terrell Edmonds signed and get a veteran wide receiver signed like Jarvis Landry. Again, something should be shaken out at both of those positions here in the next couple of days. But what's it going to be? The other thing I said I was going to talk about this week is what are the reasons why the Steelers wouldn't draft a quarterback? I'm going to try to hit that every show. So here's the first reason. Let's say that they want to give Mitchell Trubisky an opportunity. And let's say that in the in these conditions with the Steelers, with the coaching staff, with the personnel that he flourishes, that he develops, that he comes into his own and no delusions of being an elite level quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, but it becomes a system fit, an organization fit, or he plays within the confines of the offense. He plays within a rhythm. He builds off of the running attack with Najee Harris. He makes those key throws. He leads the team to solid record, 12, 13 wins. Maybe the Steelers think there's a chance that that could happen and that they would keep an open competition between Mason Rudolph and Trubisky. Competition breeds the best performance. And then if it didn't work out with Trubisky, then you give Rudolph a chance. Then you know that neither of those guys are the answers. Maybe even get Haskins in there as well. And then if that's the case, if they don't pan out, maybe the thinking is is that their draft spot will be low and that next year is the year to make that quarterback selection. And just doing some early research on the 20 three draft it's supposed to be a stocked group of signal callers so there is a chance that they want to wait until there's better selection and maybe a higher draft pick can play at round one so as much as I've been banging on the quarterback drum at pick number 20 for balance and objectivity purposes I've got to start looking at those reasons why that may not be 
a reality. I'll say this much. This is a fun, fun time of the year. And I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. And studying! Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 262. My gratitude to you all, you beautiful, beautiful studying gins guys. Thank you for listening. My gratitude and appreciation to you. Drop me a line, comment, email, tweet. Check out the new podcast coming with Jim on Wednesday morning with our special guest. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be linked in the show notes. Can't wait. And at the start of this beautiful week in March, just think we're almost through March. Next week's going to be April. As we press forward, do something good for yourself and someone else and make your life great. And remember, life is beautiful and the black and gold. Peace, everybody. Have a great Monday.